conscious. That don't mean I ain't a monster. I was raised where we were playing games with the guns ever since Contra. So my mindset might have switched up. Don't mean easy ever bitched up. I've been war ready since the Lord blessed me. Turn the lights up and all fixes. So... I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back this week uh, with another installment. I'm, I'm not sure about the name of this already, so it's just an interview at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this week, I have Easy Jackson here with me. What's going on, man? Life, man. Just, just here in the it's, city, man. I know, isn't it for all of us? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I want to thank you for coming through, man, and uh, yeah. just just making yourself available. Yeah. You got a lot going on, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, so definitely happy you were able to come down and um, be a part of this kind of interview series I'm doing. And the goal is to just bring on like local artists and just let them be people man like yeah. too often we we run into somebody we see somebody in the streets and it's like oh shit you famous what's good <laughs> and i think it's a it's a deeper layer than that and it's kind of that way of like can we link everybody together that yeah. everybody can kind of work together on yeah. something yeah. you know something i know something you know that yeah. whole kind of thing yeah so i just want to kind of get into this there's no real like set structure or whatever but i just want to get an idea of some of your process, some of your influences, and some of the things that you're just like into as an artist and as a Baltimorean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, you know, it's been, it's been. I feel like Baltimore's been trending a little bit recently. Yeah. For some uh, some wild shit. So. I love it, man. I fucking love it. Elaborate, man. Tell me. I fucking love it because <clears throat> I grew up here, man, and uh, um, you know, I grew up in the '90s and. Yeah. Uh, and for a long time, Baltimore, to me, from my eyes, yeah. was amazing. Just mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even growing up in, in, in the hood and, you know, as President Trump called it, the <laughs> rat-infested areas, <clears throat> there's always been beauty here to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially as an artist. The creative community in this city raised me. My mother was a poet. Yeah. My mother used to take us to open mics. Um, and we would sit in the back or, you know, sit, you know, in the audience, like, yep. while she performed or while we waited for her to perform. Yep. Um, my mother would, uh, you know, during a certain time she was sober, she would go to AA meetings and do these Al-Anon shows, um, talent shows for, yep. uh, you know, alcoholics and their family members, and she would sign us up and we would perform at these, you know, and so I went to the Baltimore School for the Arts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got my teeth wet doing Warm Wednesdays and Organic Soul. I've been going to Artscape as long as I can remember. You know what I'm saying? And when I turned 18, I left and went to the Navy. Yeah. And I got to see the world, but also got stationed with people from all over the country. Right. And then through that, I was able to learn about all these different cities and these different cultures and get exposed to their music and their art scenes and their their, their leaders and their artists and stuff. And I always felt like Baltimore needed to be known more. You know what I'm saying? And it didn't happen until Freddie Gray in 2015. Yep. I just came off my first U.S. tour. Shout out to my man, Height Keach. Height took me on tour with him. <clears throat> it was like it was it wasn't my first tour, but it was my first time we were on the road for forty five days. Yeah. It was my first time going around the country and yeah. really seeing parts of this country that I had never seen before. I had no idea it was so beautiful, mm-hmm. so gorgeous. Uh 
but so much of it is lacking in the culture that we have here. And, the and, rich, and that's the, the and rich that's the culture thing. we have. And that's the thing. Like, you, you have it, like, pocketed, right? Like, one of the things that that I encounter, because I'm a creative, like, I, I, every, it's just it's something. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to write this. I'm going to work on this. I'm going to podcast about this. I'm going to do something. Just my fingers in, and I can't get away from it, right? And I find, like, oftentimes you'll talk to people who feel like they made something, who feel like they've done something, that they move away from the city. They get yeah. away, they go to this sanitized kind of cookie-cutter thing. I gravitate towards the cities. Mm-hmm. So if I go somewhere, my favorite city to go to is New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I love that city. Yeah. And it, it has I, I, its things. Know, I, people keep bringing up New Orleans. I've never been to New Orleans, yeah. but I feel it calling me. And it keeps coming up, it keeps coming up, it keeps coming up in random conversations. People are like, I love New Orleans. Today I looked online <clears throat> and uh, and somebody was talking about the Baltimore accent. My god brother was having a discussion yeah. about the Baltimore accent. And then somebody replied to him and said, yeah, I love Baltimore and the New Orleans accent are my two favorite accents. <laughs> and, and I'm like... And he was like, yeah, I love the Baltimore. I'm going to love New Orleans accent, too. And I'm sitting there like, me too, baby. Like, you know what I mean? I've been wanting to get over there for a minute now, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yo me and my mans, me and my mans that I do unofficially black with, uh, shout out to Just Greg. Uh, yeah. we, we would come back, and we went down there together a couple years ago. And we'd get on the plane. He's like, we get a smoked sausage, baby. And the lady <laughs> gave him a wild side eye. <laughs> but it, it's, it's just something that you, you find a place that has – brown people, black people, yeah. doing something that's like, all right, we naturally have it. Yeah. Whatever it is, whatever yeah. your thing is, whatever your jutsu is, you, you have it. And uh, it's always, I guess, disappointing to me when people say, I need to move right into the county. Whenever Any any city that I travel to, I say, yo, where's the culture at? Where yeah. Where's the diverse people yeah. at? Yeah. I can get something, whether it be from something as small as, yeah, I tried food here. This is yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. Or I saw some street art. Yeah. Or I'm listening to, like, I think the last time we were in New Orleans, we came out of, me and my girl, we came out of Sephora, and the dude was just, like, freestyling shit. He was seeing people walking by. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, I mean, your bar's like, eh, but I appreciate what you're doing, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I dig that, and I think it gets lost. Yeah. I think it gets lost. And it gets lost by people uh, wanting to impress uh Outsiders, <laughs> and and this is something that I've always respected about the genuine cities. Yeah, it's like it's like Chicago versus the world. Yeah, it's New York versus the world. It's Houston against everybody. It's it's Detroit versus everybody. Yeah, and one of the things that has bothered me most recently about the Baltimore thing yeah. is you got Baltimoreans going. Well, you know, maybe Trump is right. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, we Flat. never asked Trump to say shit. I don't Flat. give a fuck what Trump think about Baltimore. Why do y'all give such a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not Baltimore, Yo. my nigga. Like, that's not Baltimore. Like, fuck him. Fuck what he's talking about. We know what our issues are. Yeah. We're working on our issues. We don't need to fucking, like, talk to y'all. That's why there's always been this thing. Yeah. My, my thing, shout out to the DMV. Like, yeah. much love to what they've been able to accomplish for artists what they've been able to accomplish as a scene and all of that. But the DMV is a new thing, mm-hmm. and it never included Baltimore. Yeah. Because we never needed it to. And I've sat through so many of these conversations where people don't call it what it is. DMV was started so that the suburbs of Virginia uh-huh. and the suburbs of Maryland could latch on to inner-city D.C. 
<laughs> and have some fucking clout, which I don't blame them for. Yeah. New York does it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? People outside of the boroughs claim the boroughs, uh-huh. like, and they show them love like that. It's fine. It was and, fine. And, and Jersey tries to grab that too. Jersey, but 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 we're 45 minutes away. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, Jersey. No, Jersey City might do it, mm-hmm. but uh, 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 fucking uh, the bricks not doing it. No, nah, bricks. No. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like we are. We got our own. They thing. are the. Yeah, this is the bricks. Like we're not fucking. We're not New York. But you know what I mean? And and yeah. so Baltimore has always, we've always had that thing. And people outside will go, y'all so ignorant. Like, it's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Y'all in fuck Maryland. Fuck out of here. No, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we are Baltimore City. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> we've always been Baltimore City. And the people here who actually make a difference are the ones who stand proud of it. Yeah. So, yeah, you can say, you can tell me, oh, we got rats. Oh, it's dirty. Oh, yep. it's abandoned houses. I know somebody working on on almost all of that shit. So unless you're willing to roll your sleeves up and go meet them in the streets and yep. help them, shut the fuck up. Check like, it. I'm not trying Check to hear it. it. Check it. So going back to that DMV thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because there, there's that line. You gave me that flashback. You gave me that Morgan State flashback. Yep. Mm-hmm. I used to sit there and have these conversations. I used to get into like beasts with like DC guys or, mm-hmm. or like PG County guys. I was just like... Uh-huh. Y'all got the shitty parts of two states nobody wanted, and then y'all called it a city. He's like, oh, fuck yeah. you. I was yeah, like, now you am I wrong? With DC, and you want, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, I don't know for sure, but niggas say, well, I lay from Silver Spring. You know what I mean? I heard mean? that like, too. I heard that too. You know what I'm saying? And, but it's, that's fine. That's what works for y'all. But like, and yo, thank you if you, you know, if y'all choose to include us. Yeah. But most of the time you don't. Mm-hmm. So let's not be phony. Yeah. Let's not sit here and act like D.C. has been begging Baltimore to collab with them or vice versa. Yeah. We've always been proud of who we are individually and what we hold as a city. And to this day, I'm more proud of it today than I've ever been. I've always been proud of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. But right now, the stuff that, like right now, is Ceasefire Weekend. Yeah. Baltimore Ceasefire Weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's this? Like two years. I think this is the two-year anniversary weekend yeah. of the Baltimore Ceasefire. These are these are citizens mm-hmm. who've decided, okay, we're going to call the streets out yeah. and say, yo, from one weekend can y'all chill. Can't fall back on that shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. You got people criticizing, have been criticizing them from day one. And they come from all over the place. Mm-hmm. There's people who might have tried to do a ceasefire Nobody tried to do a ceasefire back in 1997, yeah. and nobody was listening to him because you didn't reach outside of your own circle like this group did and build a citywide coalition. Yeah. So now you're not down with the ceasefire. You know, you got all this other. So you're always going to face that. But the point I want to get to is since Freddie Gray and then all of this stuff that's been happening, you know, from Freddie Gray to the Grand Grand Trace, uh, 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 Gun Trace Task Force, the police, Baltimore City Police being put on a platform for all of their corruption, the politicians, we got two mayors that have been indicted, you know what I'm saying? All yep. of this stuff coming up and being put on the national stage, um, you know, Donald Trump calling Elijah Cummings District dirty, rat infested, all this stuff, like, yeah. it's being put on the world stage is good for us. Yeah. Because what it does is it allows a conversation with those of us those of us who are from here and who know the good parts of the city, who are willing to defend and fight for the city, yeah. can engage in that conversation. Mm-hmm. And then the people outside of the city who are seeing the conversation take place, their curiosity will cause them to dig deeper than what the surface is giving them. Absolutely. And then they find 
what shit like what we found in New Orleans is a culture <laughs> of unapologetically black people, mm-hmm. a culture of unapologetically urban people mm-hmm. who have nothing to prove and everything to gain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where we're sitting at right now in 2019. I'm gu- I guarantee you, by the time 2025 get here, yeah. you're going to have people all over the world trying to get in the city, trying to figure out how they can be a part of this, what's happening. Because it's, it's, it's a turn that's, that's coming. Like, yeah, you know, I did one of those things, because like I said, I'm very sensitive to it. When, yeah. when people hit you, relatives, friends, family, whoever, right? They'll hit you with, I'm going to move our debt to the county because it's safer there. It's yeah. this, it's this, it's this. Yeah. And I was just like, yo, I'm going to buy a house in my old neighborhood over there, like off of Biddle and shit. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing. You can either be with it and pay this extra money for this fake contrived idea of culture. Yeah. It's only so many times you can go to the Green Turtle. Yeah. Right. You know, I'd rather be down here. I, I never feel unsafe in my city. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Yeah. And granted, I, I, I always get this, well, Rob, you're a six foot four black guy. It's just like, and? Yeah. Your point? Six foot four black guys die every day. B. Absolutely. Like, you know, it's not it's not that. It's it's the energy that I put out in the circles that I travel in are not we are not the ones that are ending up on the news every night. Mm-hmm. And that group that is, that group in any city has those challenges and has those struggles. Those, you know, you're talking about yeah. poverty, you're talking about lack of education, yeah. you're talking about lack of access to resources, mm-hmm. you're talking about lack of uh, assistance and care as it as it relates to trauma, yeah, um, mental health. You know what I'm saying? You and and then and and instead of being honest about all those factors, you're giving these stories these couple seconds to mm-hmm. be told. In a newsflash, another young black male mm-hmm. murdered. Yeah. Another young black woman murdered. You know, gun violence, gun violence, murder rate, murder rate, murder rate. Yeah. Oh, but we're not talking about how these socioeconomic both the issues. <laughs> and the victim graduated from a high school where there was no fucking heat in the winter. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about that. We're not talking about how the shooter and the victim uh, raised their households where there was nothing to eat. No, of course you know what not. I'm saying or or slumlords who refused to fix piping and yeah. shit like that and lead in fucking walls, lead paint, and how that's affected. Oh, but you yeah. paid them off and you gave them lost. You know, you gave them lawsuit money. Yeah. So now we just gonna brush that on the rug. We're not gonna talk about that more. Absolutely. No, we don't want to talk about that. We want to point the finger. You know what I'm saying? And then it's all a and then it's all a big plan to have big money come in and gentrify Baltimore because they can't afford fucking New York no more. Yeah. They start not to yeah. be able to f- afford Jersey City and Philly. Yeah. They can't afford D.C. no more. We're not dumb. And, and that's the thing. That's the thing. I, like, literally, a lot of what you're saying, this is in this blog that I'm writing, <laughs> and I'm like, y'all need to research this better, but I got a lot of feelings about this shit. Yeah, yeah. And I was just saying, I was like, some of these cities, like, that have these same problems, like, I remember when we talk about this murder rate conversation, since that's the number that fuckers like to throw out there, right? Yeah. I was like, Philly was up there with us oh, at one Philly. point. Oh, yeah, we was right there neck and neck. And, and then, like, I went to Philly recently, right? And I was like, a lot of construction around here. It looks kind of similar to some of the shit I'm seeing Same shit, back bro. home. Same shit, bro. And I was just like, oh, Same y'all shit, just got yeah. a better publicist right yeah, now. Yeah. And when you hear, like... They just, on their gentrification, they're a few years ahead of us. Yeah. I say they about, like, four or five years ahead of us. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In terms of their gentrification that's happened. But, yeah, they was looking like us just yeah. for our <laughs> they We was in the same boat. And, that, and that's you the thing that's, that's wild. Like, so one of, one of the things that kind of stuck out to me is, that, like, how cities are being used as, like, other words. They're not being used as a place to inhabit people and culture and all of this different shit. So the way I wrote it, I was just like, all right, remember how Chicago was always everyone's punchline? Mm-hmm. Now they're trying to do that shift. Like, remember, remember this other place that sucks? Yeah. You know what? What about Baltimore? What about yeah. Baltimore? They got yep. problems, right? Yep. Yep. Y'all saw the wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all saw that. Oh yeah, and, no. Just a few years ago, it was Detroit. Yeah. When the mayor uh, Kwame yeah. got, you know what I'm saying? And it was Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. You just mm-hmm. kept hearing about Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. Then it's Chicago. You know what I'm saying? It's they're doing this all over the country. In the in the in the uh, late '80s, early '90s, it was Compton. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got uh, you know in the earlier '80s, New York City. Now, my, go, my, now my go to Manhattan. Now go to Manhattan. Try to go to Manhattan and enjoy yourself with twenty dollars. My my girls, my girls from New York. It's and not she, happening. And she, and she grew up in the seventies, and she mm-hmm. was just like, "Yeah, I remember where I'm getting trashed for like a while." Yeah. And she was like, "Hmm, it's funny how that doesn't doesn't exist anymore." Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, you know, this place is closed because they took this out. I was like, "Oh yeah, that that large scale gentrification." Yeah. She's like, "Home that's isn't wild. home anymore." As well. And that's the thing that I'm very quizzical on what's going to happen with, like, Baltimore, right? Like, when I, I see things, I'm like, okay, progress. At least the idea of progress. It's more eyes, more attention, and all of that. But then it's like, who's determining what's good for us in that way of this is the synonymous, this is the Baltimore experience. Yeah. This is the, like, so we, we do this show afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's called Unofficially Black, and pretty much the, the idea around it was like, yo, why is my quote-unquote black experience less valid than someone else's black experience right. who's, defi- who's defining that shit right and it's it's just really really interesting to me like someone else that may or may not really be from here or have the experiences of being here kind of is starting to try to have say yeah in how shit works here mm-hmm. and and it's because they like they, they they have the money and resources where they can yeah you know and so i don't as much blame them as much as I blame us for allowing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, for us to hear Trump say what he say and then jump on his bandwagon is so disrespectful to yeah. the people who have been working tirelessly to change the conditions that he's talking about. And for you to be from here mm-hmm. you just and, and back him up and co-sign him, <laughs> it's almost like you've been ignoring the groundwork. You yeah. who claim to know the groundwork and claim to be on the ground, you've been ignoring the groundwork that much mm-hmm. that you would let this orange-faced bitch <laughs> stand up there and say that shit, and then you're going, oh, you know, but he right, though. Like, if you just ride through, like, you yeah. can see. Shut the fuck up. You yep. know what I mean? Like, the work has been getting done, yep. and people have been trying and fighting and pleading away. And you, mother, you simple-minded motherfuckers won't even go to the block party to stop the violence block party yep. that's getting held down the street from your fucking house every year. You won't come out and volunteer for the neighborhood cleanup. You won't donate to the back-to-school part, uh, yep. uh, back-to-school drives. You don't come out to support your local artists. You don't buy their music. Yep. You don't do anything but take your fat ass to work and then come home and watch the fucking news and listen to people not from here talk about your city. And then you want to say, oh, yeah. I like." It's just like um, when a nigga killed his wife, right? Mm-hmm. And had the daughter, the daughter-in-law, daughter in the car, stepdaughter, whatever in yeah. the car, right? And then they try to say, 
the panhandler lady did it, right? Yeah, yeah. Here come all these motherfucking Sambo ass niggas that would have snitched on her in Tubman. Yeah. See, that's why I don't roll my, my window down and give nobody no money. And that's why I ain't giving to no panhandlers no more. Whatever. Yeah. Come to find out the whole time, and they, they killed her. Not the panhandlers. The shit is. The shit is so, so wild, right? Like, I, I, it's challenging for me to say there's always a color attached to it. Yeah. But there's but always is. a color there's attached to it. There's always a color attached to it. And it's like. And if you dig deeper, there's a dollar amount attached to oh, it. Oh, always. Especially if you pay attention to the narrative. Uh huh. Because those things go hand in hand or what have you. It's yeah. like, yo, if we can separate them with some goofy shit like color, let's do that. If that doesn't work, then let's work with a class thing. Because. I know some broke-ass white dudes who shade people that got jobs. Right. And it's just like, well, I feel like he's homeless. He makes more than you. What are you talking about? Yeah. But it's just that class thing. It's like, well, he he lives here, so obviously he's broke. It's like, yeah. word? This is what we're doing? And it's just like, yo, let's just come together mm-hmm. in some way. Just in that unified, kind of the, the thing you were touching on earlier, this unified front of, eh, fuck everybody else. Yep. But that doesn't happen. We just kind of... You know, yeah. we, we kind of pick what we think we're most comfortable with. Yeah. Like, okay, it's unsafe. Let's stick with that. It's nothing going on here because it's, it's often out here from people, Uber drivers, just like people in these types of settings. Yeah. I can't stand being from Baltimore. It's like, word. And the shit I do, it may, it may be like from what I'm hearing, because I'm hearing, I'm hearing the sauce coming off you, man. Yeah. It's, it's in your art, right? Huh? It's in your art. It's in it's in your music. It's in what you it, do. It, it's in my art, man. It's also a personal choice to like find your happy place. Like yeah. and finding your happy like like man, a lot of people don't realize that they enjoy misery. <laughs> they enjoy complaining. Yeah. You enjoy living in bad conditions. Yeah. Because this city is so small, you don't have to go far to find joy. Yes, it's in my art. Yeah. But my art has been inspired by the art that I was around. Right. And that's always been Baltimore art. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I'm raised in this shit. Like, I've been in this shit all my life. But that's because I wanted to get off my fucking block. <laughs> because them niggas was making me miserable. Shout out Matt, Matt, Matt Love to him. But <laughs> if I'm spinning, and, and them niggas know, we joke about it now because yeah. most of us have started families and done something with ourselves. Those yeah. of us that are blessed to still be here. Yeah. So we can get together and joke about it. But back in them days, yo, you sitting on that block all day, yo, for a week, week and a half, yo, you're going to become a little miserable. You it's know not saying? great. <laughs> right. So I wanted to, I wanted to go downtown. Yeah. I wanted to go and find the open mics. I wanted to go, oh, I'm on, fuck listening to K-Swift on the radio. She's playing down at Choices. <laughs> Nigga, they're broadcasting live <laughs> Bad choices. It's ten dollars to get in choices. Let's go to choices. Why yeah. the fuck is we here? Yeah. You know what I mean? And you got so many people that are sitting in that misery all day long. Yeah. And what they really mean is, I hate living in my neighborhood. Right. I hate being around my social circle. You need you need to compartmentalize yeah. it. Yeah. Like I, I hate I, I hate being in my own head. Yeah, in my own head. And granted, don't get me wrong, I'm not denying the realities of living in Baltimore. I'm not Absolutely. denying that at all. Like, bro, I seen I seen people murdered right in front of me. This is something that I've dealt with, you know, luck I've been lucky enough to have been able to go to therapy and deal with my own traumas and all that stuff. Yeah. Abuse, yeah. Addiction, all that. Death, yeah, all that. Been there, done that. But bro, at some point, you gotta say, 
What do I want out of life? Yeah. And where is it? And right. it's never far. That's but true. you have so many people, I think, that are discouraged and they, they just don't see that they can. So through my art, what I try to do is while it's healing me, mm-hmm. I try to create something that's going to heal somebody else or at least inspire them in the dark place where I know I've been. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and if that pulled me out, okay, so maybe now we, luckily we got the internet. So like, you know, my music can go anywhere. Yeah. So that person that just somebody that know me or heard me shared or whatever and this stranger yeah. is clicking on it yeah. and they're like, oh man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, bro, cause and guess guess where that shit came from? This dirty ass <laughs> rat infested yo. city that you hate. You yo. know what I'm saying? Like, we here, yo. Like, and that and that's my thing. Like, I can't, you know, I put something on Twitter the other day. I was like, yo, misery is not allowed to love my company. Right. Right. It's not allowed to. <laughs> yo, I'm from the Baltimore where nigga in our brokers time we sit on the block cracking jokes and be laughing. Yeah. Some of the some of the funniest niggas I know come from this city. Yeah. Hilarious. Shout out my man Ivan Martin, Alex Robinson, <laughs> yo. Two dope comedians just did something with Kevin Hart. Like we're not fucking playing, yo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of us out here that are going at it. Yeah. And if you not this is a crucial time for Baltimore because I'm gonna remember. When, <laughs> when the checks start coming, just pointing niggas. Look, you can document this and save it. Yeah, I'm with right? it. When the checks start coming, I'm going to remember them niggas. Oh, no, 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 no. Remember when Trump had called us? Yeah, yeah. And you was all on Facebook talking about Trump, right? Yeah. No, we ain't got no slots on the bill. <laughs> you niggas is dying. No, we ain't got no slots on the bill for you, yo. Move to LA, yo. <laughs> you Get out my face, yo. Move to DC, yo. Go down there. Where Trump from? Manhattan, yo. Move to Manhattan, yo. See how see how that shit work out for you, yo. Yo. You can't even get a crab cake up that bitch for less than thirty dollars, and it sucks. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's 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 the thing that's really crazy. Like, yeah, you get me hype, yo. Don't get me hype. Don't 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 instigate like this. I'm over, yo. I'm over here like raising easy checks, his blood pressure and shit. It's like here's the other thing about these I need, motherfuckers. I need a cigarette after this, yo. So, so so hold on, hold on. Let's let's go back a little bit. Um, right. so. Let's let's talk about let's talk about your process a little bit as an artist. Okay. Like when you're the I like to meditate first. Okay. Um matcha. <laughs> Why? And uh, a little jazz, a little cold train. No, no. <laughs> it's probably weed for me if I'm if I'm keeping it funky. But like so so what does that look like? Do you, you like I was listening to something earlier and uh I was actually listening to your your, your most recent project Fool earlier. Uh-huh. And uh like you know how you get up and you're like, fuck. This is this is gonna be a whack day. Yeah. And I started listening to it. And I was like, all right, all right, all right yeah. Not yeah. gonna be so this bad. Is go- this is gonna be great. This yeah. is gonna be wonderful. Yeah. I don't give a shit. And it just gives it like that 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 fearless juice. Like mm-hmm. yo, because I think that's what we run into. Mm-hmm. We don't take chances. Yeah. We are fearful. It, it's 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 a fucking it's a Meek Mill line. Yeah. Scared money don't make no money. And yeah. it, it's that. Like you got to be fearless in creating and being an artist and all of that and just based on you know this is the like probably the second time you and i've met or what have you just based on like your energy like flying out you have that fearlessness yeah yeah and i dig it Mm -hmm. i dig what you do so going back to like that process like what is he like you know i'm going to do like this many tracks i'm going to like how's the writing process start off um, it's it's been different for every project. Okay. Um, so this is my third solo project, and then I put out three projects with my band Soul Cannon. 
Um, and every project has been different. For this particular album, uh, I had uh, I had put out two albums, and then after my second album, the day after the release party, my that night of the release party, my brother died. Shit, sorry. And uh, and um, <coughs> that's two years after my mother died. Uh, and this whole time, I was kind of like coping, like by putting those projects together. And I had, in a way, rushed them because I was like, okay, well, I'm going on tour this time. Right. I got to have an album ready to go on tour. You know, I did the first Dirty Christmas show, which I, I'm coming up on the five-year anniversary of Dirty Christmas this year. Um, and uh, inshallah, we do another five years, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, the, the, the original goal was to do 10. But after that very first Dirty Christmas, my brother dies. And... Um, over the course of the past four years, three and a half years or so, uh, I knew I wanted to make the best album I had ever made. Right. You know, while I liked all of my other music, I wanted to make an album that could speak to anybody going through anything close to what I had gone through. Right. Um, because my brother dying was just... You know, it was part of a ripple effect. Like my mom died 2013, and then it was my grandmother. Then it was my mentor. You know, ooh, one of my mentors, and right. another one of my mentors, John Reed, and then my brother, and then my cousin, out of nowhere, dies on one one of my favorite cousins out of nowhere. She dies on New Year's Day. You know what I mean? And it was just like this. You know, my relationships was going crazy. Situation with my, you know, my daughter's mom and relationship with them. All these things just like, just happening to me. Right. And what I realized in that process is that we as artists, our job is to articulate the human experience, right? Yes. And you can't articulate the human experience if you don't go through it. Right. So when I say, I know you're going through it, trust me, I know. We all coming from a memory is helping you grow. So get your back up, head high, shoulder square. Get them squares out your circle. Love until it overbears hate. Only you can get yourself into a better place. I want you to be great. That's what I learned. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if we're really about community building, we're really about this each one teach one thing that they taught us when we grew up in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, you know, that's it. You go through something, pass that shit on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and and that was my thing. It was like I had people in my life who believed in me, but I didn't believe in myself. And I had to go through that process of why why these things were happening and why, you know, and, and, and I was my outlet was the art. And it's it's all I had. Like I've lost a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean, over the course of this time. But um, you know, I think I feel like the blessings are coming and my my process during this album I recorded thirty songs. Um, and I picked ten because I wanted every song. I wanted every song to be different, but I didn't want it to be abrupt changes. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want you to be like chilling in your car, leaning back, cooling off for one song, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like, it's like, oh, I got to switch tracks. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty aggressive. Yeah, yeah. I wanted you to, I wanted you to flow with me. I wanted you to ride with me because this shit has been a journey. And when I say fool, it's like. You know, you know that song, um, everybody plays the fool. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. No exception to the rule. <laughs> Listen, baby. That, Got this impromptu singing yeah, session you know going I mean, on there. I was, I, that, that was like, 
in my mind, you know what I'm saying? Even though the title track, and I say, you know, now I'm about to act, act a damn fool. Like, I'm having fun on that joint. That's yeah. Baltimore Club music. But the overall thing was we all go through this shit. We, we're all going through this life. So I wanted to make an album that was kind of encompassing the human experience and kind of try to talk on as many aspects of our lives as we can. I dig it. Because shit been real for me. Yeah. That's... That was pretty much what I wanted, man. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um, Thanks, man. We can we can wrap up then. Um, right. So let's see. W- what do you have coming up? Any like collaborations or any of um, how like, soon? Tour- how soon are you going to drop this? Um, I can drop this in a few weeks. Okay. So September thirteenth, I'm headlining a show at Baltimore Soundstage. Okay. It's gonna be it's gonna be an Easy Jackson and Friends show. Um, uh, uh, you can just look it up. Tickets are going to be on sale. Um, and, uh, yeah, so September 13th, Baltimore Soundstage. Um, I'm uh, Jazzy Summer Nights in October. Mm-hmm. We're working on I just actually found that out. Um, Jazzy Summer Nights always happens in, like, I think, fir- yeah, first Thursdays. Uh, and, or well, the first week of the month. They usually stop it in September. Yes. But this year they're going to do an encore thing in October. Okay. Uh, so kind of, and they're going to do like a best of Baltimore thing or whatever. Uh, so we're doing that. Um, and then just, you know, easy, E-J-A-C-K-S-O-N, Google me, at Easy Writer on everything. Absolutely. I'm always working, bro. So like, you know what I mean? Just come out, man. Have fun with me. You know, we're here. I'm about it. You'll see me there. Yeah, man. Thanks, and uh, we got to support, you know. Got to support our own. <laughs> the album Fool, streaming on everything. Get it. Everything. Check it out. Yeah, man. Rock with me, bro. Thanks for having me. So, man. yeah. Thank you for coming. Um, this has been Rob Lee, and this has been Easy Jackson with me today. Yeah, so, man. big shout outs. Yeah, man. Baltimore, we love you. <laughs> Word. I do not deal with the fake. I do not deal with the hate. Only the real can relate. That's what you niggas to say. You cannot be real for a day. Fuck with a god. Fuck with a king. Humble no mumble. We doing this thing. Back in the track and immaculate moves. You slacking and yapping. Just get in the ring. I cannot listen to rules. I start to get confused. How you deficient in dudes? You missing your kids.